Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some ways that you can use green pool cleanups to your advantage. Also, I'm going to give you some cautions when you're doing a green pool, and I'll go over some of the benefits of adding this to your services that you provide if you're out there trying to build up your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. When you first start out in the business, green pool cleanups can be a great way to capture leads, get new accounts. I think it's something that you're going to run into a lot out there in your area, at least in my area, right when the season starts to begin, around April or May, the green pool calls start to come in from about that time all the way through most of summer. And the the pools are green for various reasons. It could be, of course, neglect. could be that the equipment broke. They may have just purchased the house and they tried doing it themselves. Or it could be a purchase where the pool wasn't, you know, being cleaned properly or set up for the transfer. It could be a relative that was taking care of the pool or an elderly couple. And from my experience, I've had where the spouse passed away that was taking care of the pool, and so the wife tries to take over. I've also had rental properties where the tenant wasn't telling the landlord that the pool guy didn't show up, or the tenant, the landlord was making the tenant take care of the pool. So these scenarios are very common. It could be that something broke and they weren't able to get someone out there to repair it. And if it's in the middle of the summer, it definitely can cause the pool to turn green. So knowing the reason why the pool is green is an important factor. Just like if you're, you know, buying something or buying a used car, you're going to ask them, you know, why did the person trade it in or, you know, what was, is there anything wrong with it? Those kind of questions are what you would ask when you're purchasing something that costs, you know, 15 or 20,000 plus dollars. When you buy a house, you're always asking, why is the seller selling? These are all important factors. And so why the pool is green is something that you should know when you start the green pool cleanup. So the first question I ask is, oh, so what happened here? You know, you know, why did the pool turn green? And the answer is really important because if it's like, oh, you know, the pump went out and I didn't really want to pay for it at that time. I didn't have any money. Things are tight. Then you're going to kind of have to know that, you know, maybe this isn't a potential client. If there's a equipment problem later, they're not going to fix it. The fact that it's green and they didn't address it is another issue. So that may be one that you would bid really high on in case you don't want to take that one. And they may pass on you if you overbid it. And that's the easiest way to turn down a green pool that you really don't want to do. Let's say, you know, the motor looks like it's from the 1970s and you don't want to mess with it. Just bid it twice or three times what you normally would bid. And I'm sure the customer is not going to call you back. And that's a good, easy way to get rid of that particular client. Now, if someone says, well, I just bought the house and I wasn't really paying attention to the pool. I thought the pool company that was previously servicing it was still coming. 
But two weeks has gone by and I looked at the pool and it definitely needs some help. And if you turn it around for me, I'll definitely hire you on for service. Now that's someone you want to bid fairly because you want to get that service. And you can even say, well, I offer a 15% discount on my services or 20% discount if you're willing to come on the monthly service. So I can definitely do that for you and I'll discount the price here for you if you want to sign up for monthly pool service. So that's something that you definitely want to get that client Someone says, again, I had this happen more than once where the spouse was taking care of the pool. Maybe they can't anymore or they passed away. That's an easy one. That one I would just bid fairly also. So the red flag ones, you want to overbid so you don't have to deal with that because trust me, if you take a red flag green pool, you're going to be dealing with not only cleaning the green pool, but you're going to be dealing with a customer that pretty much has empty pockets. And so if you if you open up the D filter and you notice that six of the eight grids are torn, and you say that you want them to order all new grids, chances are they're not going to be able to afford it, and the green pool cleanup's not going to go successfully. So those I would pass on for sure. And these are all important factors before you even start into the green pools and know why it's green, and if you want to take that account. Now, once you take that green pool cleanup, there are two methods you can use. One requires a vacuum to waste mode or a waste pump. And the other one doesn't require that. So in my area, we have mainly cartridge filters. D filters without the multi-port valves. There's really no way to vacuum to waste in that particular scenario. Now, I do have the Advantage Portavac, which is a portable filtration and pump system. I also have the Vac Daddy vacuum to waste mode. So I can easily do the first method, which is the flock method using a s- aluminum sulfate. And you would add the appropriate amount based on the pool size. You would just read the instruction label. But typically you're adding quite a bit of this to turn the pool around if it's really a green, really a very green pool. And if you add, you know, eight or ten pounds of this, just note that you're going to have to vacuum out that aluminum sulfate also. And that's why you need that vacuum to waste ability when you're using the flock method because of all the extra pounds of junk that you have to vacuum out of there. A standard D filter without a waste mode and a cartridge filter can't handle that kind of load. So I wouldn't use the flock method unless you have a portable pump or the vac daddy vacuum the waste or a portable filtration system you can bring to the pool site in that case then you can do that there's many areas of the country where you have the multi-port backwash valves with the d filter or sand filter so this is pretty easy you would just add the flock to the pool and then you would put the multi-port to recirculate for about 30 minutes to an hour and then you would just turn the system off completely and leave it off for 24 or 48 hours. You don't have to add any kind of chemicals to the pool at all. You just add the aluminum sulfate to the pool, and this will drop everything to the bottom, and that's why you have to turn the pool off, because everything that's in the water will fall to the bottom of the pool, and it's going to be a lot to vacuum out. Again, that's why you need to have the vacuum to waste ability if you're using the flock method. And then you would, of course, go back there and use your manual vacuum with the back wash valve to waste, and vacuum all the junk out. If you have a portable pump, you would just use that to vacuum it out. And it's a highly effective method. Again, you're just adding 8, 10, 12 pounds of junk to it because the aluminum sulfate is going to bring everything down to the bottom. You have to vacuum that out also. And this can be a highly effective method of turning a green pool around. In my area, since we don't have a lot of the vacuum to waste again, modes in our filters, the shock and awe method is highly effective. Basically, you want to add enough chlorine to the pool to where if an elephant walked in and fell in the pool, you would kill it. Or if someone jumped in there with a black bathing suit, it would be like bleach white when you're done. 
So I have a formula that I've updated and I think it's pretty accurate. You want to add one pound of Cal Hypo for every 1,000 gallons of water or one gallon of 12.5 liquid chlorine for every 1,000 gallons of water. So if you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you're dumping in 20 gallons of liquid chlorine. And with the shock and awe method, you can use a kind of a booster for this if you wanted to. You can use sodium bromide. This will destroy some of the chlorine or convert it to bromine, so remember that. I would be really picky with the algicide you want to use in this. You can use the yellow out product that works fairly well also in this process. That one requires the pH to be in range, but the other ones don't really require much except you just shocking the pool. So you can do this with just chlorine and turn it around. You can use a pool RX also in the pump basket to help. Now the pool RX, you're wondering if you're using this that it says not to clean the filter for two weeks after adding it. But since you're running the pool for 24 hours, which I'll touch on in a second, the minerals are going to be distributed in the pool. And so it's not a problem washing, uh, cleaning out the filter, I should say, if you're using a Pool RX for a green pool cleanup. You can also use the Biodex Skillet, which is a really nice chemical to use for algae. Just be warned that if you use a large amount, it may make the pool, make, make the pool foamy. There may be a lot of foam on top of the surface, so you might need some spa foam down in there. You can also use a, another method which is using some phosphate remover and with a green pool there's definitely phosphates in there so you can use a pretty good dose of phosphate remover just note that that's going to probably clog up the filter and you're going to have to clean the filter but you're going to clean the filter anyway the next day so basically if you watch my video i just have a new one that i put up uh, sometime at the end of last year where i talk about my new green pool uh, formula with the chlorine and also the process so basically the shock and awe process is you brush the pool really well and then you skim all the debris out that you can and then you're going to shock the pool with again the formula that I, I mentioned earlier. I probably should be checking my notes but I left off one of the first steps which is you take the filter apart and you clean it. So if you have a cartridge filter or a D filter you want to take it apart, clean it, inspect the cartridges. You want to also inspect the grids and make sure that they're intact. Because you can't really do this process if the filter's not running properly. Now, a lot of people say, well, I can just clean the cartridges off and put them back in. Sometimes it's better to use all new cartridges. So if you have a single bullet cartridge, put a new cartridge in there during this process. If you have a quad four type cartridge filter, put four new cartridge filters in there when you start this process. It's going to make a big difference with the new cartridges. And if you clean them off, they're not going to really be damaged the next day. And it's, they're going to have a pretty good lifespan still after this. But I found that changing the cartridge really helps the green pool cleanup process. And then, of course, changing any D grids that are necessary is going to help you here also. And then you want to recharge the filter. Now we'll go back to that step where you add the chemicals. And then you're going to run the pool for 24 hours. Come back the next day and more than likely clean the filter again. Hose it off really good. And most of the algae will be dead in there. It'd be nice if you had a vacuum to waste portable pump so you can vacuum it all out. A lot of cases the filter can handle it pretty good. You'll have to backwash it again. You may have to take the cartridge filter apart again after vacuuming all the stuff out of the pool. So with this method you're vacuuming out any dead algae that dust is on the bottom and you don't have to worry about vacuuming out 10 or 12 pounds of the aluminum sulfate or the flock that you added because you didn't add it in this method. So that, that's why the filter can handle vacuuming out the dead algae because you don't have the added pounds of aluminum sulfate or the flock to vacuum out. And so you can clean the cartridge filter again. 
and you can clean the DU filter again and recharge it. And within the next 48 hours, the pool should start looking really good. The second day, when you go back out to clean the filter, you want to raise the chlorine back up. In a lot of cases, the chlorine may even be zeroed out the next day. So bring it back up to 25 or 30 parts per million, adding some more chlorine. Run the pool for another 24 to 48 hours. And then if it's a really severe green pool, you may have to clean the filter even a third time. Usually two cleanings does it when you first initially get there. And then again the next day, but a third cleaning may be necessary. And pretty much that's it for the shock and awe method. It should be really effective unless something weird is happening with the water. I mean, if the cyanuric acid level is at like 400 parts per million, that might be a problem. Or if there's like nitrates in the water, that could be a big issue because that'll destroy the chlorine. One thing to also look for in the test for at the beginning is iron in the water. Bob Lowry said this is one thing that people miss all the time. But iron also destroys the chlorine level rapidly in the pool. So check for any iron in the water also. These are all things that you can do that is not necessary, but I would say it's helpful to have a test kit that does copper and iron anyway and do an iron test, do a phosphate test, of course, but it probably show a pretty good phosphate level. And you want to make sure the cyanuric acid level isn't crazy. Now, if it comes to draining the green pool, most counties and cities don't like to see a green pool drain into the street, of course, so don't do that. And a lot of them don't like you draining a green pool, period. So sometimes turning it kind of like milky blue before you drain it is something that you can do. Or you can drain the pool after hours when you know no one's going to know. Because you'll have a neighbor call, of course. Hey, there's a lot of water going out. And you want to definitely drain it into a drain or not into the gutter because a lot of cities will give you a ticket for that. So draining a green pool can be difficult, but it may be necessary if the pool has a really high cyanuric acid level. You may want to just drain it down. And if the pool has, you know, the rule of thumb is if there's two to three inches of gunk on the bottom already, if this pool hasn't been cleaned in eight months or nine months, it may have a lot of sediment on the bottom as well as the algae. And you definitely don't want to clean that pool with any kind of these methods because there's just going to be way too much stuff to vacuum out. That's not a very common problem. Usually the green pools happen within one to two months and they turn green. But if you do find one that's been down for a year, then you definitely may be better off draining that pool than turning it around. But you can turn around just about any pool, any green pool without draining it if you do these methods. And if it hasn't been green again for like a year or not running for a year, I would definitely recommend draining it at that time. Now, one thing that you're going to have to do is figure out how to build the customer appropriately so you don't get stiffed. And this happens a lot out there where the customer hires you for a green pool up you tell them it's 800 bucks or $1,000 and you finish it and getting the money is very difficult. I would definitely try to get half of it up front and you can explain to the customer that you're going to be buying the chemicals and there's a cost involved. And so the deposit is going to be for the chemicals you're buying. That way, if you don't get the other end of it, you're still fine because you just kind of lost time and you have the chemicals paid for. You can try to get all the money up front, but they don't know you from, you know, the next person and getting someone to pay you up front can be difficult and uncomfortable for them. But I would at least try to get half. I think having a Square app where you can take their credit card and swipe it is something you should be carrying on your truck and you can take a credit card payment. I don't know if I would take a check. I've had checks bounce in the past or I've had customers give me a check and say, oh, can you wait until tomorrow to put it in there? I, I just don't like the check. So having a credit card swiper is probably the best way 
They can sell you the money. They can Venmo you the money. They can use PayPal to send you the money. However you want to do it, you just want to get some of the money, or cash would be good, of course. But I would get at least half of the money up front just for your chemical cost, so you don't have that problem. Now, if the green pool comes from like a referral, like if it's a friend of yours, or if it's one of your client's neighbors or one of your client's relatives, I don't think necessarily you need to charge up front. If if you're coming into the green pool from a referral point, I don't think that's entirely necessary, but you may want to do it anyway. I mean, I have a contractor that I used to work with. He moved out of the area. He was a friend of mine for like 15, 20 years. And every project I would have him do, he would always collect the 25% deposit on the beginning. And he would tell me, oh, no offense. I know that we're friends, but, you know, I've been stiffed many times. And I just make it a rule that no matter who I'm doing work for, I charge a 25% upfront deposit. And that's kind of the attitude you may want to have with people. But it's not necessarily necessary if it's a referral. But you just want to set it up so that you get paid for your work. And you can be stiffed out there. It happens all the time. There's a reason why the pool's green. They may not be. Again, if you do the beginning where I talk about kind of asking the reason, you can get an idea that you may get stiffed by this person and you may not want to take the job. In the end, you're going to be the hero to whoever you clean the pool up for because they couldn't do it themselves. And if you turn it around within one week, it's just an amazing process. And they're going to you know, definitely hire you on for service if that was one of the things that you talked about at the beginning. But regardless, you're going to be seen as a hero for them because this is something that's just amazing to a lot of people, the way it can be turned around. And I like the effect of it. I did one green pool cleanup for a, a plaster company that the pool was green and they wanted to replaster it, but they wanted it to be blue before they drained it. And I said, yeah, I can take care of it. So I went there in the afternoon and I did my shock and awe thing. And the next day, you can actually see the bottom. And, and the guy called me. He's like, man, you're amazing. I've never seen anything like this. So that's one of the side benefits of doing the green pool cleanups. You're definitely going to be a hero in their eyes. And I think the process is really easy once you've done a few of these. And again, it's a great way to land service accounts because a lot of times they're going to want to come on for weekly pool service after you get the pool back in order. And it's a great way to sell them new equipment. Green pools are a good money maker for you out there. And if you're starting out, I definitely think you should be doing as many green pools as you can do in a week and getting those customers on for service. Once you get established, you can let someone else do the green pool cleanups because you're not going to have the time to do it if you have 80 or 90 pools on your route. But it's definitely a great way to kind of break into the industry. And you can easily get 20 to 30 new clients every season by doing green pool cleanups. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, just click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I have, and I have over a 1,000 podcasts, so there's probably something there for you to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.